The words found in your majority text King James Bible are the inerrant words of the living God. These words are the essence of life. It is important to remember that God used words to speak us into existence out of that which is invisible. We and everything we see have been created by God's spoken words. When man changes God's words, disregards and disobeys them, the curse that is inherent within the disobedience of that commandment will raise its ugly head. Without exception, disobedient man will reap what he has sown. God said in Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the Bible, in chapter 23, verses 12 through 14, Thou shalt have a place also without the camp, whither thou shalt go forth abroad. And thou shalt have a paddle upon thy weapon, and it shall be when thou wilt ease thyself abroad, thou shalt dig therewith, and shalt turn back and cover that which cometh from thee. For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee, and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore shall thy camp be holy, that he see no unclean thing in thee, and turn away from thee. God said that man should bury the waste that come from man's body. He went on to say that it was critical that he, God, not walk through the camp and see the uncleanness of human waste, because if he did, he would turn away. God said, bury it. Man said, flush it down the creek. Now modern man's remedy is to create sewage plants and flush the leftover wastewaters into the stream. If God's directive is the only correct way to handle the problem, then man's incorrect solution should show itself wrong, and it does in dramatic fashion. Now the record. Pollution microbiologist Joan B. Rose at the University of South Florida is clearing up the confusion over the source of fecal, dung, viruses tainting coastal waters and some shellfish. The title of the article in Science News discussing her work is titled Viruses Just a Flush Away. It said that 90% of the Florida waters tested showed a presence of fecal viruses, usually in low concentrations. The germs have been linked to gastroenteritis and also to flu-like symptoms, earaches, and heart disease. Imagine human viruses flushed into the water and passed through the kitchen spigot. In June 2000, an article in U.S. News & World Report titled The Sickening Sewer Crisis had this to say. Each year, an estimated 400,000 American basements experience the backup of raw sewage and municipal sanitary sewers overflow 40,000 times, dumping potentially deadly pathogens into our streets, waterways, and beaches. In just eight months, San Diego reported raw sewage spillage of 34 million gallons, and the small town of Fort Pierce, Florida, reported spillage of 8 million gallons. Guess what follows the sewage? Rats. Big, disease-laden rats. Dead zones are what they're being called. The world has 58 known dead zones, and 13 of them are off the coast of the United States. These dead zones are swaths of sea void of life, and they're expanding. The causes of dead zones is fertilizer and sewage runoff, which feeds the runaway growth of algae. As the huge quantities of algae plants die, they decompose, drawing the water's oxygen. Fish can escape the oxygen-starved waters, but creatures such as mussels, lobsters, clams, etc. cannot. They just die. 
Robert Diaz of the Virginia Institute of Marine Science predicts a doubling of dead zones in the next decade unless something's done. He claims that half of all American estuaries are oxygen-starved. The following excerpts are from an article in Science News titled, When Sewage is Recycled for Drinking. Regulations covering drinking water were developed largely to deal with traditional contaminants such as fecal coliform and other germs from human waste. And then again it reads, More than two dozen major utilities release so much wastewater affluent into drinking water supplies when natural waterways are low that the treated sewage makes up more than 50% of the water. Although most of this treated water meets federal standards, the report notes that regulators scout for less than the full spectrum of toxicants now present in that water. As a result, the report argues recycling sewage for drinking water should be an option of last resort, and when it is selected, more stringent regulation should be applied. While searching for a herbicide in Swiss lake water, the researchers became puzzled. They consistently found a foreign pollutant called clofibric acid, which is a popular cholesterol-lowering drug. In the January 1, 1998 issue of Environmental Science and Technology, the researchers say the drug is from human waste. In some cases, 50 to 90 percent of the drug a person is taking is actually flushed down the commode. Excuse me, in Berlin, clofibric acid actually showed up in tap water. In an article in Science News titled Drug Waters, the following paragraph read, What do low concentrations of these drugs in water mean? asked ectotoxicologist Bent Holling Sorensen of the Royal Danish School of Pharmacy in Copenhagen. Do they pose a health risk to people? Can they harm wildlife or substantially alter aquatic ecosystems? Do they foster the buildup of resistance to antibiotics? What will be the outcome? The simple answer is the jury is out. Or is it? American male fish found in lake meat are producing an egg yolk protein which is only produced by reproducing females. After careful investigation, the cause of this biological distortion was found. Human estrogen from an area storage plant was adversely affecting the fish. 1990 fish testing in Lake Erie told an ugly tale. Penn State's Eric Obert, who heads the region's Sea Grant program, an arm of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, examined 50 fish from the bay and found that 80% had skin tumors. Two years later, 110 bullheads examined, 61% had skin cancer, and 22% had liver tumors. Since then, the percent of affected fish has dropped significantly, and researchers are trying to establish why. There is a very strong suggestion that the good news is a product of the millions of dollars Erie has spent in its attempt to remedy a long history of industrial sewage and municipal sewer overflows that went directly into the lake. Imagine, in certain regions of the United States, tourists are directed not to drink the water. Today, big business is selling bottled drinking water. Forty years ago in America, such a business would never have succeeded. God said, bury your waste. Man said, flush it. Now you know the record.